0: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
2: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app. Remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
3: Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip State graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball. Just Radio. Coming to you from beautiful, sunny Southern California. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So much to get to. Um, including last night's Lakers upset of the jazz and stop me if you heard this before, but Anthony Davis is hurt. I know. I know it's new stuff, right? New News. St- I, I had no idea. Um, there's some college football stuff that is at, at least interesting, right? Arizona State had a surefire prospect quarterback. Couple years he starts now, he's in the portal. Me- meanwhile, USC gets Caleb Williams, and he signed with a what? Real Estate Equity Group? Yeah, that's a that's 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 a big money deal there, right there. <laughs> it's a completely different world. We got NFL things to get to. Um. But I, I want to get to this Coach K story in in one second. You know, it's, it's interesting because there's a book out that Ian O'Connor wrote. And everyone is talking about a couple of the excerpts from it. It's called The Rise and Reign of Mike Krzyzewski by Ian O'Connor. Um, but I, I want to get back a little bit to game time. Ramos, you asked me, you want to ask that question again, which is why you were trying to get to why I wanted to trade the first pick yeah. for the fourth and fifth. I
4: just pick. wanted to know... I figured you had like a team that you were really on and that you want. I want to see who you want to take. Number one, that'd be the your
3: pick for the Super Bowl champion. That's all. Um, I was just playing the numbers game. Okay, that's it. There you go. That there was nothing. I mean, I think Jay Stu's pick. There was there was nothing wrong with it. It was a heck of a pick. But just if if we're trying to be right, then three picks is better than one pick, especially when there's only eight picks involved. Does that make sense?
4: It does make a lot of sense. I appreciate I think, that.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I probably shouldn't have given away that strategy, but it's a pretty obvious strategy. That was my thinking behind it. And, um, but I, I do think that the Bills. There's a reason they're one of the favorites to to get to and and win a Super Bowl. Well, let's let let's get to this. This is so. This is the new book, and there's been two consecutive kind of excerpts from it, which has brought people's attention up. One, the one today, was about how he got. LeBron to buy in and to dig in and to, to, you know, to, to create a relationship with LeBron and, and have him be more of a leader, more of an alpha in a room of alphas. Previously, it was about the decision to name John Shire or get John Shire, the job as his successor, as opposed to any of the other former Duke assistants or Duke players, most specifically Tommy Emmerker. And, the reason behind Amaker not getting the job, as opposed to John Shire, um, what was reportedly, again, this is based upon the book, based upon others' quotes, because he thought he could control John Shire more. Right? He's never coached anywhere else. He's 34 years old. Amaker was the head coach at Seton Hall, was the head coach at Michigan, kind of reinvigorated himself, and he's been at, at Harvard. And he was a Duke assistant until 1997. Um, Krzyzewski held a Zoom call with Amaker last year and a source described as a very difficult conversation. And uh, he said uh, that the move would, that if Amaker left Harvard to join the Duke staff as his successor in awaiting the move would force the demotion of the Blue Demons, me, Blue Devils' assistant, that John Shire, and create an awkward dynamic for Shire. Amaker left the call heartbroken. Quote, Mike had to explain to Tommy why he couldn't be the guy. He can be Don Corleone when he needs to be. When you hear the story, Bayer, what do you think? What do you think of Tommy Amaker, who, of course, people forget uh, Mike Krzyzewski was floundering as a head coach. Duke's a hard job, and Amaker... And Billis and some of the others—that's that's what led to him being who he is yeah. now. Um, and Amaker's in his fifteenth year at, at Harvard, and he has—they haven't done as well recently as they did previously, where they won the first ever NCAA tournament in Harvard history. But when you hear that story, what do you think?
5: So, so, and, and I and I just want to clarify. So, Shushkevich basically had to tell Amaker that uh, you don't have you're not, the, the, you're not getting the job that you're not getting the job, but didn't give him the reason why. Right, you just had to say, Sorry, it's going to someone else, right? So yes. That's yeah, that's well,
3: sorry, case. it's going to John Shire. Yeah,
5: okay, sure. Right. And there were a lot of guys, I mean, right? I mean, gosh, how many got you know, even well, going Mike back to Bray, Mike, Chris Mike Collins, Bray, Chris Collins,
3: yeah, sure. a, lot, a lot of different guys that you thought. I mean, Steve Wojciechowski, of course, you know, he's he's uh, they're, they're both Polish, there's an incredible, uh, dynamic relationship there. Now, I don't know what I don't know what would have happened had Wojo not lost his job at Marquette, right? Like would he have been sure. ahead of him in the pecking order? And that's the thing is like all these guys go to jobs that are
5: similar to kind of what Duke is. Right. You know, like like for that for that. Well, I mean op-
3: and, and they've generally been more successful in that. Right. For example, um you know, Ammerker he was successful at Seton Hall, but then when he tried then then he had some he recruited a higher level of or Higher touted player, Um, then it kind of fell apart. You know, but he got the he got the Michigan Michigan job. But the Michigan job wasn't what it is today in terms of facilities. And remember, they were still kind of floundering coming off of Mm -hmm. NCAA probation. He never got them to the tournament. Harvard, he almost immediately turned around. Now that's when Harvard started to lessen some of the restrictions in getting people in. They, They didn't. I've said this for a long time, and I could. I'll probably go on this to a podcast. It's. When when I say that Harvard lowered their emission standards, it wasn't like they were like, "Oh, we'll take Prop Forty-Eights and Juco's." They just lowered their standards basically to the level of the other top teams in the Ivy League, Penn and Princeton, and that allowed them to get as good or better players in Penn and Princeton. But because Tommy Amaker is a really well-regarded coach, and two, it's Harvard. There's only yeah, one Harvard. True, right? Very so. Correct. So anyway, uh, you know, Quinn Snyder didn't do well at Missouri. He's done very very well. Actually, you know, that's not fair. Quinn Snyder's personal issues brought him down at Missouri. They did well in the NCAA tournament in Missouri, not as well in the Big 12. But Missouri's not a job really like Duke. You know? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Dawkins, he did okay at Stanford. He's done pretty well at Central Florida. But you're right. Most of them go to private schools uh, that have a quality academic reputation. I think the private school thing is where there's a lot of parallels there. And if you talk to, especially basketball coaches, they'll tell you, like, it's just easier to get things done as opposed to all the red tape at a public university. Yeah, I,
5: it's it's a it's a tough call, and I, I don't know, I I don't know how you make that decision. I would think that, I don't know if it's becoming a young man's game. Um, it seems like all of coaching is now becoming a young man's game, and I don't know if that is a part of it. But yeah, I. I, I did not expect it to be someone who did not have head coaching experience. And I think that would be the toughest part about it if you are making that call, whether it be to Tommy Amaker or whether it be to anybody else. I mean, even, you know, maybe at Chris Collins, you can say, all right, maybe things haven't gone well at Notre Dame. Maybe Mike Bray just, you know, is not going to coach anywhere after Notre Dame. But to give it to a guy over Amaker who wanted it that has not been a head coach, I think is. That'd be really tough to swallow.
3: It's a tough one to swallow. And I he, what what I would, here's where I would say, I call bull crap, only I wouldn't use the word crap, right? Is you you, you can't go to Tommy Amaker with, it would it would create an awkward dynamic. You, you can't, that's not, that's who cares? It's the Duke job. If you want Shire to be the coach, hey, I decided I want John Shire to be the coach. M- let me just tell you why. He's been here. He's got a relationship with all our players. He's the point man on our recruiting, right? He knows how we do things now. It's been a long, it's been since, if you, if you simply told him like, hey man, it's been since 97 since you've been here. A lot of things have changed. The dynamics of the university have changed. And this is the way that I want to go. I think that decision becomes more palatable, more easy to, 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 to digest, right? As opposed to the, yeah, well, uh, uh, there's a, yeah, I, uh uh it would it would create a weird dynamic that one just you know it's it's like they always say it's not the crime it's the cover-up right it's not the decision it's the explanation just be honest with the explanation and i think it would it would i've learned this in life right like if you're just honest with it it hurts initially but it becomes a lot more digestible after a while like all right you know like I, i disagree with the old man but you know, I haven't been there since 97. It's a different dynamic, a different crew. He wants mm-hmm. to kind of keep rolling. Okay. But when you go with the, it would create a weird dynamic. It's one thing to be told you're not getting your dream job and replacing your mentor. It's a whole other thing to be to be told something which is at best, is at best hard to believe and more likely complete bullcrap. Yeah.
5: Honestly, people's feelings should not be, coming into account, and the funny thing about it is, the weird dynamic that it would cause would obviously be awkward for some people, but it wouldn't have been awkward as much for Amaker, who actually would have had the head job, so now you've just put Amaker in a completely not even an awkward position, but kind of an awkward position, and uh, probably, and this doesn't mean to sound, you don't want to, you don't want awkward because it's going to hurt feelings? Well, you're going to have hurt feelings no matter what. No matter what you do, so you got to go best man for the job. Uh-huh. I just... I you know the, the the Hubert Davis thing I mean, I think you were at ESPN and Hubert was was there you know yeah. if I mean if you know he leaves TV goes and becomes an assistant and now he's the the heir apparent at, at North Carolina. I just I don't know the I don't know the route that you follow. I mean it took Carolina a while till they finally got Roy Williams. I know Bill Guthridge took him to a final four, but
3: and then they had Matt Doherty yeah, and, and the Doherty thing uh he recruited well, but it was a relationships thing that he. Uh, that he kind of, um, but he was a. I mean, Dean Smith swore. You know, my, I mean, honestly, uh, he was he was handpicked by Roy Williams. Dean Smith. Who, who do we get and go get go get Matt? Matt was at Notre Dame for a year, I think. You know, I think for a year and did a great job at Notre Dame. Turned that thing around. Here's the thing
5: that I wonder: if in the end, Coach K is is thinking Shire's going to be our guy. Shire's within the program. We could continue recruiting. Isn't it a, at some point? 2 years ago or 3 years ago you go. Tommy, I know you're the head coach. But if you want to be the man at Duke, come be my assistant here and it's yours. And I would think that Amaker knowing that would have said, "All right, I will do it." Like you've got your succession plan in place. And I think that if Tommy Amaker knew that that was the route cuz they moved the they seemingly moved the goalposts on him.
3: Well, we we don't that, that's the part of right? the story and I haven't read the book. The book, is, you know, we haven't been given a copy of the book. So we don't know, right? Because all those guys, Jeff Capel came back after the Oklahoma thing. I thought Capel would be a guy and, and, and people will go, well, Capel struggling at Pitt, obviously beat North Carolina last night and he did well at Oklahoma until that thing fell apart. But I, I actually, I don't think that getting fired at Oklahoma would have, you know, it's, it, you learn so much from your first job. You know, especially one as big as Oklahoma. And they were a yeah. one seed. And he did have Blake Griffin. He did recruit well. Eight, yeah. yeah, I mean, there, there was a lot of good stuff that came from that. I, I But I'm, I am think the thing that will probably bother those guys is the part that you were just getting to. Hey, if we didn't need to go take a head coaching job to get the job, we wouldn't have taken a head coaching job. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, I'm sure all of those guys are like, you know, I could stay here and just wait and lay in the cut. But I'm going to go get a head coaching job, prove I can do it. Move my whole family, leave the Duke family, start this whole new thing, and you give it to a guy who he's barely done it, and he's that that one that one's a hard one to take. I get it, I do get it. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox war trading. Anyway, fascinating stuff. I also I will just selfishly point out, apparently Maichyshevsky uses the term MFR a great deal. Um, that hits a lot of people when they read it, like cold water being thrown in your face. Uh, that to me feels like much more legitimate quotes than anything else, right? Because in in sports, when you're in a locker room, an mf'er has a negative connotation, but also can be a positive, right? If somebody's like, "Man, that's that's he's an mf'er in basketball," that's actually a good thing. It it depends if it's the noun or the verb, right? The noun is a good thing, the verb is a bad thing. You mfers can't like right, right? Well, that's actually a noun too. But there's a positive connotation to it. I just think it's amazing that he uses that word. And I use that word. And I've heard that word used a ton. That's an, that's one that I think you, you you put yourself on full display whether or not you've been inside real sports talk. Because MFR can be a term of endearment. It can obviously have a negative connotation. But it is not some, like with officials, when you say it, they want to fight or they want to give you a technical foul. Very
4: unique thing.
3: Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. But for others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, wh- whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament, you have to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast-to-coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand
1: how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
3: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
1: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly...
6: Patients who can see.
1: Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
7: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds...
1: It was shocking.
7: I have to know...
3: Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Brandon Whedon in uh, about five minutes, maybe seven minutes. So, do you want to know why people don't repeat? Do you want to know why? I'm going to tell you right now. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. When I say Aaron Donald, Jason Stewart, does that make you think the Rams, if Aaron Donald comes back and plays, the Rams have a chance to win a Super Bowl again. Um, sure. Okay, Ramos, you feel the same? Yes. Okay, I agree. I think he's a great player. Okay, ha- have you ever seen Aaron Donald on late night television like he was last night with um, who is he on with? Uh, what's the guy who does the the lip syncing in the car? The uh, Corden man. James yeah. Corden, I think. Is, his name. is that his name, James Corden? Yes. Okay, James Corden. Have you ever seen him on that before last night? I have not, no. Okay. Where was he earlier in the night?
4: It at the Lakers game, I believe. Where was he? He was at Specifically? the Lakers. Oh.
3: Like, side, right? For, yeah, right
4: on the right court, on the court side,
3: yeah. LeBron James gave him a high five. Actually, LeBron James hugged Aaron Donald <laughs> at the after the game was over. They won the game. Here's LeBron James after the game.
4: He's the greatest defensive player oh. I've ever seen play the sport. And, uh, and I say him and Lawrence Taylor, but I didn't get an opportunity to see Lawrence Taylor play. Um, <clears throat> he's the greatest defensive player I've ever seen. Uh, before I started watching Aaron, I, I always thought it was Ed Reed or, or Palomalu. Um, but Aaron Donald's the greatest I've ever seen on that side of the floor. But, you know, just you know, obviously just being here and watching him over the last few years and you know, just seeing how he's able to dominate the game.
3: Okay. So, um, have you ever seen him courtside at a Laker game ever before? I have not. Ever. Stu? Jay Stu? No. Okay. Byer? No. Okay. Do you know why? Because he hadn't won a Super Bowl before. So what happens is, and it doesn't mean that it changes him or his mentality when he's, when he's playing football, but it's impossible not to realize that everything changes. Everything changes. You know, it just does. Even Odell Beckham Jr., people's perspective on Odell Beckham Jr., oh, the the Browns are wrong. Like, I don't think Baker Mayfield's as good as Matt Stafford. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I don't think that scheme was was perfect for him. But, like, let's be honest. The first time he was traded to the Cleveland Browns, he said he was all about winning. Then he didn't show up to OTAs, right? I mean, look, he had plenty of drops this year before he was cut. He wasn't by all accounts running the right route all the time at the right depth at the right time. Like there's some accountability that's missing there. But now what happens is when, when you win a super bowl, the, it's like the, um, you know, what a neuralizer is you guys remember men in black. Did you guys know they had a men in black three men in black two is bad enough. They had a men in black three. Anyway, remember men in black, they had the neuralizer where you press it. It's a little silver button and everything. And everybody's memory completely gets washed. Who's who's got their eyes open. That's kind of like all the negative stuff just goes away. Like Matt Stafford, oh, he's a Hall of Famer. Odell Beckham Jr., he's an elite wide receiver. Aaron Donald, the best ever. I think Aaron Donald's really, really good. I mean, look, in my lifetime, I did see Lawrence Taylor. I did see Ed Reed. I saw Deion Sanders. Right? I've seen some incredible play. Ray Lewis. Uh, uh, Ray Lewis, in terms of not just play but leadership, which is a good portion of it. Amazing. There's some. There's some. um well, my thing, what's uh, – he, well, he He ended his career at Carolina early. Uh, he just retired. Keckley? Yeah, Luke Keekley. Luke yeah. Keekley. Luke Keekley's one. I mean, there's been some – there's some great football players. I mean, you know, Von Miller, Michael Strahan. Like, we kind of go through it. M- maybe he's your your best ever. Reggie White, okay, went to Green Bay and won a Super Bowl. Like, Reggie White was dominant. But the, the point is – and I would tell you Nick Bosa is and, – and one of the reasons – We had a draft early in the show, if you weren't listening, where Jason Stewart selected the San Francisco 49ers. It's a great pick. Do you know why? Because they got Nick Bosa. That guy's actually the best defense player in football. Aaron Donald's really good. He's not as good as he used to be. A couple years ago, he was peak Aaron Donald. Did he dominate that game? Yes. Do you know why? Because the Bengals suck at their offensive line. And Aaron Donald's really good. I mean, look, he should, Aaron Donald, every time he's mentioned as the greatest player ever, he should give a portion of it to Chris Collinsworth, who completely forgot to talk about The fact that Von Miller was kicking ass over there on the outside. But the point is that it's really as much as we can say I'm the same guy. Imagine you're Aaron Donald and you're widely regarded as the best in the sport. He's been the best in the sport for the last five years, hasn't he? I mean, for five years, I've been saying like Aaron Donald. When Aaron Donald got his big contract extension three years ago, no one said any. No one's like, yeah, he didn't deserve it. Everybody's like, yep, he's awesome. But now, he's courtside the Lakers. Now, LeBron is hugging him after the game. Not his wife, not his kids, not his teammates, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's on late night And he's not the only one, right? Be prepared for, you know, if not for Matt Stafford and his very bizarre reaction when a photog fell off the stage yesterday, Matt Stafford, he's going to do the circuit as well. And you can say whatever you want. Human nature is, it changes you. Success is just as hard, if not harder to deal with than failure. Because at least failure, it, the right, the motivated people get extra motivated by failure. They don't shut down. But now when you've been a motivated person and everybody just gives you the boys everywhere you go, you know, everywhere you go, you, there's no lines at restaurants or clubs. People pick up the tab for you. Guys give you a standing O. Great players tell you that you're the best ever. Oh my God, ever, ever. People are saying you should go immediately to the Hall of Fame. You're Matt Stafford. You went from Detroit to like that is, and it doesn't mean that every one of them lose sense of self. All it takes is a couple. All it takes is a couple. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Brandon Wheaton's been a starting quarterback for three different teams in the NFL: the Browns, the Cowboys, the Texans. He's joined us all season long, and he joins us now. Let's uh, let's get to Stafford. Um, what do you what do you think of Stafford's overall performance?
6: Yeah, I thought he played. Played pretty well, you know he had he had a couple turnovers, Um, but I mean, you know you could tell, and rightfully so, the Super Bowl is such a, you know, you you can lose that game almost faster than you can win it. I mean, you got to be, got to be smart, got to take care of it. You know, the coaches, you could tell. I mean, it was it was a pretty conservative game plan, but um, I think at the end of the game we saw the strength of the Rams kind of come through and and get stops. But I mean, Stafford, um, I, I feel like I've said it every week for the last you know i don't know six seven weeks i mean the guy's uber talented and, and i was i was happy to see him get one you know for all the years he had to put up there in detroit and and put up big numbers but not really have anything to show for it to uh to finally get one um the way he did it man i mean that throw at the end of the game the no look that everybody's talking about i mean <laughs> uh just take some kahunas to do it but uh he, he's done it his entire career and and uh, did on the biggest stage and he, he's he played his tail off. Played well enough to win, and uh, it was it was a heck of a football game.
3: It, it was. Um, I thought Cooper Cup should be the MVP, and he was. <laughs> but the logic was, they literally had nowhere else to go. Right? It was a one man. It was a one man drive. Um, you know, I mean, like, look, the reason he had to no look it was he had all that traffic around him, right? And he knew they were going to sit sit down on that dig route. Um, it's not that I don't respect Aaron Donald, but the defensive line is stacked. They got you got four dudes, and the offensive line for the Bengals is pathetic. And not that the defense is great for the Bengals, but they had one guy. There's nobody else to go to. Is that who you would have picked as the MVP?
6: It's, I mean, you know, I'm with you. I mean, once Odell went out, I mean, it was pretty much a one-man show, and they had to find a way to get him. I think the last drive, I think, he was targeted, I could be wrong on the numbers here, seven times, and, and had five completions or something like that, but I mean I had no problem with him winning it. I mean just uh, with the year he had, you know, he had a big game. He he uh obviously, you know, was was kind of the, the guy that kind of clinched it, but so did Aaron Donald. I mean, I think the play he stopped Samaj P. Ryan on third third and one, I think it was, which was an unbelievable play, and then he, he sealed it there at the end. I mean i could understand how Aaron Donald could possibly get as well. I mean, probably the best player probably the best player in the NFL, maybe one of the best players ever. Um I really I figured it was gonna to go to one of those two guys. I really didn't I didn't carry the way. I mean didn't have an opinion but uh I thought I thought Cooper Cup was very deserving and what they did and, and everybody everybody in that stadium knew where the football was going. And, you know, they, they did a nice job, that three zone. Stafford did a nice job of moving guys and, and anticipated that throw and, and um just like they had all year. I mean, kinda capped of it off with you know, it was nine to nineteen and or nine nine to ten and and uh they just uh and Cooper Cup got it done, man. He's, he had a hell of a year.
3: I thought, I thought the Bengals, you know, taking a shot on second down when you're at midfield, I thought that was a mistake. Second and one. Um, where, you, you understand the two-minute drill and, and when you're down three far better than the rest of us because you've actually done it. What were your thoughts on those decisions at the end of the game? First, have P. Ryan in and not have Mixon in, like the Ron Oklahoma back, although he's apparently they're, they're, you know their two-minute back. Um, and then the decision to throw it deep on second down.
6: Uh, you know, I mean, it's easy to say now. I mean, at the time, I didn't really have a problem with it. If you're thinking you can pick it, it's four down territory so You're thinking you can pick it up, and you know, first down up in two plays. You hand it to your big back, Aaron Donald, just makes a nice play and, and uh, kind of splits the double team and gets a stop. But you know, if they complete it and they get a chunk down there to the fifteen twenty yard line, you know, it was, it was a great call. But. Uh, that that's a time where coaches do, and that's kind of a tendency all across the NFL for play callers is second, you know, second one, second two. It's a, it's a good opportunity to take a shot, especially again in four down territory where you're going to have two more opportunities to pick it up. So I didn't necessarily have a problem with it. Um, wasn't a great throw; it was covered. He threw it out of bounds. You know, move on to the next play. Um, just kind of magnified given the situation. But um, you know, I thought I thought Zach Taylor did a great job. Um, all year, really. Um, I think I think he's a heck of a football coach. He he's a Norman guy. Grew up. I played football against him growing up. Uh, he's 45 minutes down the road, and so I've gotten to know him a little bit. And and I uh, I have a feeling with Joe Burrow pulling the trigger, I have a feeling they'll get back there. Um, you know, probably probably a couple times in the next seven, eight, 10 years if they can uh, you know get a good football team around them and and uh, shore up that offensive line.
3: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Brandon Whedon is our is our guest. <laughs> Um, okay, that AFC though is stacked, right? Like you got Mahomes, and they're a flawed team, and they didn't play. He didn't play well in the second half of the AFC Championship game, but I mean, they still four straight AFC Championship games, two two of which have resulted in Super Bowls, right? You got the Bills, who are one crazy thirteen second sequence away from beating the Chiefs in Kansas City. You have the Chargers; they got they got Herbert, right? I would assume the Steelers are going to get a quarterback, or maybe Mason uh, Rudolph. Uh, becomes becomes their quarterback. They have talented young wide receivers, a talented defense. Um, how difficult do you think it'll be in, in the AFC? Because it has become an absolutely stacked conference.
6: Yeah, it's 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 a tough road. I mean, the guys you just named. I mean, I think the Bills might be one of the most, if not the most, complete team in the NFL. You know, they just kind of, like you said, came up a little short in a in a crazy two minutes of a game. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you list those guys off. I mean, it's it's a it's a tough, tough division. I mean, they, it's they're just young guys too. That's, that's the crazy part, kind of the cool part for the league, but uh, the, the league is in good hands. They've got a bunch of really young, talented players. Um, you know, Mahomes is obviously the guy that everybody's looking to, to, to you know, try to get it done next year. Cause he's, he's, uh, probably got, you know, uh, res- core wise as far as receivers and tight end and, and all those pieces, he's got a nice little setup there, but um, no, it's it is, man. It's it's hard to, you know. Tom Brady said it a million times. I mean, it, it's hard to it's hard to win that league. It's really hard to win the playoffs. It's obviously very hard to win the Super Bowl. And and mean, you got to go through guys like Herbert and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. You know, and the list goes on. I mean, it's just it it's not going to be easy. So, um, especially with the, you know the the parity and everything in the NFL, where uh, free agency becomes a deal. You know, some guys you know they win one or they. And I'm an opportunity to go make a bunch of money. Obviously, they're going to go do it. So it's a it's a tough league to win in, and you got to go through the road and through the gauntlet of these young quarterbacks. Man, it's it's no guarantee that you get an opportunity to get back there.
3: What do you think of what Kyler's done? Where he took down the he stopped following the Cardinals on Instagram and on on Twitter, and then you know the reports are that he felt like he's getting all the blame for how poorly they played at the end of the season in the playoffs. Um. What What do you think of of Kyler and his situation in Arizona?
6: uh it's kind of hard to kind of read between the lines of what's going on. I mean, you listen to some of these unnamed sources, you know guys in the locker room that you know say he's a selfish guy, a poor leader. Um, it's all about him um you, know, you, you hear the the things that his teammates it seems like are saying now if they're true, who knows but um it it doesn't sound good, but you know I, I think the whole social media thing, you know going you know deleting all that stuff a little childish if, if you ask me i mean he knows what he's doing he knows he's trying to stir the pot he knows he's gonna you know ruffle feathers um i personally don't care for it I uh, i just i don't know i think there's other ways to go about your business you're a starting quarterback and a really good starting quarterback in the national football league and uh to me it's just not the most professional way to handle it that's just my personal opinion but um i don't know Kyler. i mean i met him one time and, and he was a nice guy but um you know, just if you listen to the things that it sounds like some of the guys in the locker room and around that facility are saying about him and how he goes about about his business, it's a little bit alarming. I mean, uh, if, it, if those are true, I mean that's that's not uh, not a rep you really want, uh, especially in that league, playing that position in particular. So um, we'll see how it all shakes out. I, but as far as the social media stuff, I, I honestly I didn't I didn't care for it a whole lot.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Brandon, I, we, we'd love having you on. I want to keep, keep, keep doing it. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon.
6: All right, buddy. See you, man.
3: All right, that's Brandon Whedon, of course, starting quarterback, Texans, Cowboys, and the Browns who drafted him in the first round. Coming up next, uh, wait to you hear what Colin Coward had to say about Anthony Davis, who got hurt once again last night. That's next. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. But for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Hankook tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Just go to TireRack.com/sports to see their hand cooked test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over forty years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com/sports. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs, and the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com and when it's time to book, get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug, that's my name, D-O-U-G, good at any Graduate Hotel, any location up to 30% off, go book your stays at graduatehotels.com Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Check out the latest science world of sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. Present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Every day this time, we would like to play you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio. We call it... What Does the Fox Say is brought to you by Hustler Turf, the brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers to run their business. And for this weekend, Joe's, Hustler Turf is a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. That's HustlerTurf.com. Colin Coward had this to say about Anthony Davis and the Lakers.
4: Said it yesterday, before he got hurt, I would trade Anthony Davis and start over. This is not a great roster. It's an old roster. It lacks great chemistry. It doesn't have depth. Don't get distracted beating Utah. The Rams are celebrating a Super Bowl. You're clinging to a win over Utah. You're ninth in the West. What's remarkable about this is LeBron is still excellent. He has a chance. He'll either win the scoring title or finish second. LeBron was dominating in the fourth quarter last night. He's really a marvel, a physical marvel. Absolutely great. And a guy that'll get MVP votes can't get this roster above ninth. And LeBron's never really worked or flourished with young teammates. He struggled with Mario Chalmers in Miami. He didn't want anything to do with Andrew Wiggins in Cleveland. And first thing he did in L.A., he never got along with Kuzma, the Josh Harts, the Lonzo Balls. He flushed them out. So A.D. was a natural fit. Right, a veteran, been around, bad franchise. Come join LeBron. The problem is he's now become the worst possible teammate of nineteenth-year LeBron. He's simply uh, unreliable.
3: I I get it, but I mean, like we're comparing Anthony Davis to Mario Chalmers. I'm I'm not really sure. Andrew Regan's was just out of college, so he was traded for Kevin Love, an established player. We're, We're making. Look, if, if the question is, and I've heard people say, "Well, you move on from Anthony Davis? No, you don't. You talk about you move on from Anthony Davis. You move mountains to get him. He's a foundational piece. Do I think he's flawed because for years he hasn't worked on his body? Of course. And now the injuries are just mounting, and it's one after the next. And last night, on his fall. He rolls his ankle. Okay, and And yes, LeBron is a physical marvel. But the scoring title thing, remember, he's playing center, playing power forward. So last night he was great. Previous night he was crummy. He just was, and he doesn't guard the way he used to. I still think LeBron's great. I think, still think LeBron is an elite level player. I don't think anybody would argue with that. And last night was the best of a 37 year old LeBron, and they had winning the game mostly behind uh, uh, his, his skills. But this let's move on from Anthony Davis like, are you kidding? You won a championship. You felt like you were going to beat Phoenix until he got hurt. Yes, he keeps getting hurt, but like what What? what are you going to get return on your investment? If you're going to move anybody, you're going to move on from LeBron at the end of next year. Because the LeBron thing will not end well. It just won't. It won't. He wants to have his son there. He's still going to want to be LeBron. I just, I, I don't see it ending well. I wouldn't move either of them. I would continue to build the team around. Westbrook's the guy you got to figure out, you know, like, again, I do understand if you can move, if you move them both and you have to have to move Anthony Davis with Westbrook, do you consider it next year is a last year of his deal. You would think you can find some way out of it, but I don't, I don't think for a second you move Anthony Davis because he keeps getting hurt. Your pot committed Anthony Davis. Unless you can get a player of Anthony Davis's caliber back in return, if you trade him for multiple pieces, you're right back in the situation you were before you got Anthony Davis. All right, how about this on What what the Fox Said? This is Brady Quinn talking about Mike McCarthy's recent comments about his job security.
7: Mike McCarthy talked about his conversation with Dan Quinn, and Dan had literally said to him, like, hey, do you want me to go take one of these jobs so it takes some of the, the pressure off of you? Like, that real conversation came up, and McCarthy talked about it. And he said, you know, if I was younger or just starting out as a head coach, yeah, I'd probably tell you to get the hell out of here. But he seems much more comfortable at this point. He's obviously more established. He's won a Super Bowl. He's made a lot of money. And I'll just say this, man. Look, Dan Quinn isn't the coach he's got to be worried about. It's Sean Payton. Like Sean Payton's the guy that I think would slide in or Jerry Jones would want to make that move for uh, and, and take over for Mike McCarthy if things didn't go well. That's, that's my least sense of how this whole thing would play out if Mike Mc- McCarthy wasn't their coach after next season.
3: Oh, I don't think there's any question. I think most people believe that's, that's what Sean Payton will lay in the cut for. It'll be a you-have-to-win year for... Uh, you have to you have to win if you're mike mccarthy you got to win a playoff game got to win more games cuz what you've been doing is not good enough and you know last year you had the dak injury understandable this year you have kind of a debacle at the end of the game okay you know it, it you know apparently it's a play you practiced and well yeah, i guess you just ran poorly or you you didn't execute right the quarter you can blame it on the official but I agree. Next year is a put up or shut up year for Mike McCarthy. Three years is plenty of time, and you had your quarterback healthy for a year. Let's see what that year brings. That's what the Fox said. Ah! What does the Fox say? Say, say, say? We we do we have a good chance to get we get way ahead of ourselves, right? We haven't gotten a free agency. We haven't gotten to the draft. We have no idea, you know, what things look like. We just we do have to kind of catch our breath. What happens with Aaron Rodgers? What happens with Deshaun Watson? What happens with Russell Wilson? What happens with Derek Carr? What happens with Kyler Murray? Like all of these are legitimate questions. And now what I've been talking about, the rest of the, rest of the teams, you know, and if you haven't been paying attention, having a great defensive line and having a reasonable offensive line, those, uh, those are the things that you need to be successful. Of course, Sean McFay is not retiring. I told you why, and I'll tell you why again, next in the Doug Gottlieb show.
0: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com
3: slash with Amex. Terms apply. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just